If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, now it is on homes.com. As somebody who's been through this, I can tell you these features are so, so incredibly valuable. They've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools, and their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. The area you live in is just as important as the house itself. You can get to know a neighborhood without ever setting foot in it. Say you're a really active person. You could find out about the nearest parks. Do they have a baseball field? Maybe you want to join a softball league like Chris and I play in. Also, Homes.com collaboration tools makes it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information all at your fingertips. Homes.com, we've done your homework. Welcome to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast from CBS Sports. High drive, center field, hit the wall, grand slam. Is magnificent. Got a fantasy question? Email fantasybaseball at cbsi.com. Get ready to win your league. Where fantasy becomes reality. Now, here's Frank, Scott, Chris, and Adam. Party people. What's good? Sunday, March 28th. Welcome to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast. We've got a loaded podcast for you today. We're going to have Ramon Laureano of the Oakland Athletics joining us on today's show because... We're breaking down the American League of West. And joining me, of course, as always, is my co-host, Will Middlebrooks, the World Series champion. What's happening, Will? What's going on, Danny? Another day in, in the life over here. Nothing too special going on. No news is uh, great news right now. Well, we do have some news. We have some sad news, though. So this is going to be Will and I's final episode of the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast. We're going to leave it to Frank and the crew to uh, continue their dominance with this we did not get fired just a heads up we didn't get fired did not get fired just to be completely transparent here this was our decision this is a fantasy baseball podcast and yeah frank and the crew just dominate so they're going to continue their excellence with this podcast you're not going to see the last of will and i will you're you're still going to see brooksy here on cbs sports hq you're still going to see my stuff up on cbssports.com and across our social channels as well so but this was fun for the off season, fill in extra baseball content. Who doesn't need that in the winter as they're waiting for spring to get here. But now we're, you know, what, four or five days away from opening day. Yeah. Thursday. I'm Are you hitting up a game next week? A game? Yeah. Are you going to go to a game anytime next week or anytime soon? I know COVID's kind of putting restricting. I on. mean, it's tough with the kids. I want to, I want to take Maddie, my two and a half year old out, but we'll see. I don't know. It, it's, I was thinking about maybe going to uh, you. You talking about a spring training game or a real game? I'm talking about a real game. Every team in Major League Baseball will be allowed some capacity. Right. We would have, so we would have to go down to Miami. That's probably the closest for us. Mm-hmm. So um, I would love to go down and like see Degrom or somebody pitch when he comes in town. Stroman would love that. So maybe maybe do that this summer. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. I'm kind of looking right now. I'm rocking my Giants gear. Figured his last episode. I had to rep my team one last episode. Well, uh, you get to see uh, f- uh, Tatis like eight or nine times. So I've been telling you to move out to the West Coast. It had nothing to do with the great weather. It has everything to do with that shortstop. I'll state. watch him on my couch. I don't care. <laughs> I lo- I'm not moving the West Coast, man. Those taxes. Phew, 
not for daddy. Worth not it. for me. It's worth it. No, it's not. Let's talk. Let's talk West, though. Let's talk American League West. Um, like okay. I mentioned, we're going to have Ramon Laureano join us on today's show, and he's going to give us a little bit more insight on the Oakland A's. But let me give you a little bit more insight on over/unders. We're going to talk betting on this show as well, uh, oh because I know Brooksy likes to gamble all of his money away. <clears throat> all so, of it. Not all, all of it. So, I, I have a college fund set aside for Matty. Everything else, yes. Yeah, Maddie's college fund is depleted. It's at zero right now. But I'd like to say I'm pretty good at betting. (laughs) I haven't, like, baseball betting, not really my thing. Never really been into it. Uh, It's kind of frowned upon as a player. This is my third year out of the game, so I'm thinking maybe this is my year to kind of dabble. And start start getting into it because that's I feel like that's where sports is kind of going. It's interesting. It's intriguing to me, and I want to get into it. I feel like the best way to learn is just jump right in and lose all my money. <laughs> Even in the NCAA, when I was playing the NCAA, they were super strict about gambling. We weren't allowed to do daily fantasy either, which makes zero sense because it's not like right. betting on college. I'm sure somebody out there is betting on college baseball, but for whatever reason, we weren't allowed to do daily fantasy for college. People baseball. will bet on. Anything. High school games, dude. I have, I have friends that do high school games. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. Oh, my God. All right. Let's do these over-unders. Now I'm fired up to bet. Over-under. So, Oakland A's, their over-under is... Let me go through all of them, and then we can kind of hit each team. Okay, cool. Go ahead. I don't want you interrupting me like you always do, you know? <clears throat> Promise. Oakland A's, their over-under at 87 and a half. Houston Astros, 86 and a half. The Angels, 83 and a half. The Seattle Mariners at 72 and a half. And Texas Rangers at 66 and a half. I don't think there's any doubt that the A's and Astros are the... Who was it, 66? Your hometown, Texas Rangers. Stop it. 66 and a half. And one of your former teams, by the way. I'm going to start with the Rangers and say, that's low, bro. Like, you're telling me they're going to maybe... They're going to get close to losing 100 games? You want to know why? I mean, I know why. How How about this starting rotation? Kyle Gibson is your ace. He was good. He had some good years with the Twins. Yeah, he had some years as a, as a third starter. Third or fourth starter. Bro, so, they're rebuilding, bro. They got rid don't, of Lance Lynn. Don't crush my Rangers, okay? They got rid of Lance Lynn, and then they got rid of Mike Miner as well. Those are your two. They unloaded, dude. I get it. Uh, Mike fulton who knows what you're going to get out of him. Jordan Lyles. Dane Dunning could be a nice piece for the Rangers, by the way. They got him Lefty, in that contract. Another guy from the Twins, right? Dane Dunning, he came from Chicago, White Sox. Chicago, sorry. I was thinking there was a lefty who had a similar last name I played against uh, with the Twins, sorry. It's quite okay. But what what do you think of the over-under for the A's? Let's start with Oakland because that's kind of going to be the... uh, I am actually... I thought Houston's over-under might be... There's another site, so William Hill, who uh, we talk about a lot on on HQ, Hmm. had the over-under for Houston at 88. Was it 88? Okay. See, it might have been updated. So the last time I checked. Yeah, I think it's a, so the last time I checked it today. Today. Okay. So, Let me get that. Um, Go ahead and give your spiel. I want to get so look that up, but I, I'd i be so we know it's going to be a dogfight for, for the West between I mean, I would love to say the Angels are going to be in the mix. I just don't know if they have the arms to do it. Right. Um. I have Houston going over 88. I have Houston, you know, 90, 91 wins. I have Houston also winning the division. We'll get into that in a little bit. But I say over for Houston is a good bet. 
Right. Did, 80, did, 88 for Houston. Oakland was 86 and a half. So, so I like both of those over, but I have Houston winning the division. Why? I have Houston winning 91 games. That's obviously just my random pick. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I have Oakland around 89. I have it close between those two, but they're going to beat up on the division. The Angels will win some games here and there because their offense will go off. Shohei will go off. Um, and he'll pitch well. Shohei's got a good chance to be an MVP. I mean, he's 15 to 1 odds. I think that's the third best odds, fourth fourth best odds maybe, um, behind like Aaron Judge and Dude, what and he's doing. Brown. I don't care. I, I put this on Twitter the other day, and people were like, "Oh, it's only spring training." What it doesn't this, matter. I, what this guy is doing these past couple of weeks. Let me give out a few numbers for Shohei Otani. Okay. Fourteen strikeouts across eight innings pitched at the plate. And by the way, he's been throwing. He's been touching 101 miles per hour. He's, he's giving up some runs. He's giving up some runs too. He's giving up some. He has an eight plus here, right? But keep in mind, the typical he, pitcher is like you left all that out. His defense has been atrocious behind him, though. So if you, they don't have fit right now for okay. fielding. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. They don't have that for spring training available right now. At least not that I've seen. If you look at his FIP, it would be lower than what his ERA indicates. Got you. I mean, I'm a huge Otani fan. Like. Part of me wants to go on HQ and say he's my MVP pick, but he would have to go off on both sides of the ball to win the MVP. It's and tough I think, too because if any, if the Angels have success this year, who's going to win MVP? It's not going to be Otani. It's going to go to trial. It depends, man. Like how many starts does he make, and does he shove, uh, yeah. and then does he hit twenty-five homers? Mm-hmm. So it's like, let's think about it. What if he goes 10 and two? Well, I'm not, ERA shouldn't matter. Let's just say a three, mm-hmm. two and a half, three, which is very good right now in this league. Yeah. His 25 homers and 90 RBIs. He was that an MVP because he yeah. did, he was he that big of a factor on both yeah. sides of the ball. That would be the, but what if Mike Trout goes 35 and 110? No, because Otani did both. That's the definition of a valuable player to me. To be able I to agree. have that much of an impact. I agree. I, I, there's just not very many like there's not very like very many at all players that can do it on both sides. Well, so at the plate in spring, 571 with five dingers and eight ribs. <laughs> 571. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. That's that's pretty special. So going back to the ACR, here, I, I have some fun facts for you from our buddies over at Sportsline. So according to Sportsline, they ran their World Series simulations. They go, they put all the numbers in, and um, basically they do ten thousand simulations, and they figure out which team wins the World Series the most within those ten thousand simulations. So the Dodgers were at number one at twenty nine point four percent. So they won the World Series in ten thousand simulations. They won the World Series nearly thirty percent of the time. Right after that is Oakland at ten point one percent over Atlanta. Over Tampa Bay, over San Diego, Houston, okay. over the Yankees. The Yankees were one, two, three, four, seventh at four point seven percent. Oakland so, at number two. My question: Can you can you read me uh, their rotation, please? You got it. Chris Bassett is going to be their opening day starter. He that just got announced yesterday. Cool. Or two days ago. Jesus Lazardo, absolute stud. Sean Manaya, Frankie Montaz, 
And right now they have Dalton Jeffries slotted in there, according to Fangrass. With that being said, I think depending on where AJ Puck is at with his shoulder, he could fit into that rotation because Mike Byers just got put on the IL. So Mike Byers would be their fifth starter or AJ Puck. It, it, right now they have Dalton Jeffries, according to their projections. Okay. Hear me out. Do you agree that maybe their rotation is built for a season and not built for the postseason? That's been their Achilles heel for five plus years now. The Oakland A's. And now they don't have a closer. What are you going to get from Rosenthal? He's taking Hendricks spot, right? I do like Diekman and his improvements. Sergio Romo, don't really know what you're going to get there. He's not the same guy as he was with with your Giants. Um Chris Bassett, like he's your ace in a, in, a, in the big playoff game. That's their problem. That, but right, not necessarily. So this is this is the Oakland A's problem. Big pitching wins postseason games. The one time they had an ace was when they traded their three hitter and Yohan Cespedes over to Boston, and when they got John Lester, and then John Lester was not able to get it done wow. in that wild card game back in. The I was 20- there. I played with Cespedes when he got there. There you go. Yeah. And that trade didn't work out for Oakland. And that, that, have, I didn't know that about the simulations. I, I'm kind of blown away that Oakland they're second. Second. But at the end of the day, these simulations don't mean jack shit. They don't. <laughs> Sorry. But, oh, okay, let me come back to their pitching real quick though, because Oakland's problem these past five plus years is they haven't had names. To your point, they have lost in wild card games multiple times. They've had to send out Sean Manian out there. Um, they haven't had the ace so for them to have success and a deep playoff run they're going to have to have one of those young starters step up and be an ace not a good pitcher he's going to have to be an ace oh, they need lazardo and i have that in my Lizardo. notes jesus lazardo is going to be the x factor for the oakland a's this year in my opinion i have it down it's time for lazardo to be an ace it is time i literally type that into my notes it was it's his time to step up and and be their number one because he has the number one stuff now it's putting together the mental side of the game, putting together the consistency, repeating that delivery, um, getting big outs in big situations. That's how you become an ace. So, um, yeah, like I think like it's just tough to be an A's fan right now because they have so many. Look at their bullpen: Rosenthal, Romo, Diekman. Like these are all rentals. I feel like you can't get attached to too many players because they're just gone. Now their lineup. That's Oakland in a nutshell. That's yeah, great. yeah, no, no, for sure. That's like the that's the analytical way they go about things, and I get that. We've all seen Moneyball, right? Um, but I, as I look through their position players, I really like it. I really like it. And the Oakland, another thing is in a, it is an advantage to play in Oakland because it sucks to play in Oakland. Yeah, it, that has nothing to do with the city. It's the Coliseum is brutal. As a visiting player, the clubhouse sucks. The food sucks. The dugouts, like a high school dugout. What There's, was the pregame spread? What was the pregame spread in Oakland? I don't remember. I mean, it's not wings. Just compared to other places, it's chicken not. nuggets, like out of the microwave. No, it's not that bad. But I, maybe I shouldn't have said the food. The food was okay. Um, but all the foul ground, like you have to get used to playing that. There's no batting cages for the visiting team. The batting cages are behind the center field fence. Mm-hmm. So you can't use them during the game. So a pinch hitter, it's you're coming in like cold, cold. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to their lineup, I like Olsen. Now, if you look at his 162 game pace of his career, like 
It's 41 homers per 162. Now, those numbers don't mean anything. I get that. But, like, if you look at his 162 average, it's it 40, it 41, 41 homers. Uh, he struck out a lot. He had some, you know, low low batting average. I get that. Mm-hmm. Chapman, Matt Chapman. I mean, this guy could be – if he, when Matt Chapman has his best offensive year, he will be an MVP. Yeah, because he doesn't have to hit 300 with 40 bombs to be an MVP. No, because his war will be super high because of his defensive ability. Defense, exactly. Um, Huge ad on, on two huge ads on the leadership side of things. Uh, Mitch Moreland, Mitchie yeah. Two Bags, um, good hitter, good defender, great leader, great clubhouse glue guy. Mm-hmm. Now, another leader that was in huge, a huge ad for them, uh, from the Texas Rangers, Elvis Andrus. Yeah, all right, I played with this guy, he is a leader, he has been in the league since he was 19 years old. He took Michael Young's job at the Texas Rangers, and I remember thinking, What are they doing moving Mikey to third? Fan favorite. And then I went, Oh, this kid can play. He can pick it. He can he can play in big games. He's 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 got the the clutch factor. And then I got to play with him and I realized this is a great dude. He's a great clubhouse guy. He's just a good human being. And on top of that, he's a really good baseball player. You look at the back of his baseball card, you don't even realize how good he's been. Mm-hmm. He's been really good. So he can still hit, he can still play defense. Um, I don't know if it's to the level that they might want if they're in a race, which I think they will be in a race. So do you think, here's my question to you. Do you think there is a free agent or not a free agent, excuse me, a guy on the last year of a deal that they would go out and get at the trade deadline? Depends on how the season works. Brandon Crawford? That's interesting. Avi Baez? I don't think they need to add to their offense, if that's what you're asking me. If they're going to add anybody. This is just a question. This isn't necessarily something I think they're going to do. I just wanted to get your opinion because it's like if they're in a race, do they go out and add at at the deadline? Do you think they're... Do you they think do? they would rather go get an arm? Do you think they go get another offensive piece? They'll get a starter, in my opinion. They'll try and... The, There's a lot of shortstops that could be on the table uh, on the trading block come into July. I think Elvis will be fine. They might add to their middle infield because there's a little bit of a question mark. At the good game. thing is Elvis has played in that stadium a ton over the years. So he's... Yeah. And, and by the way, with Elvis, a lot of people think he's finished because he's... I think he's 32, 33. He's not that old, but he's right, his numbers yeah. have, have diminished a little bit. Um, but his hard hit percentage and his sweet spot percentage, you got to think hard, hard hit and barrel percentage have all been up the last. He's got pop too. Like people don't realize, like he's still got some juice. Yeah, yeah. And he's actually his power numbers have gone up as his career has gone on. He wasn't much of a power hitter early on in his career. Right, power numbers yeah. have gone up. So yeah, I, I think if anything, they add a starter midseason, but. I think it really depends on how the season works out because this next season's for agent market, it's not stacked with, with starters. Noah Syndergaard is really like No, but it's it's more stacked with, yeah, position players. But the Mets are going to be competitive, so I doubt Syndergaard, who's coming off of injury, is going to be available at the deadline. No. He's not going to want to leave either, I don't think. I, I don't see him leaving there by his choice. So starters for 2022, starting pitchers. Sonny Gray has a club option. Sean Manaya, who's already on the Oakland A's for agent. Um, Jameson Tyone, Yankees are going to be competitive. There's just not a whole lot of firepower likely going to be available. 
from where I can, from where I'm standing. I'm sorry, that was 2022-2023. There is where the guys were I was looking for. So Noah Syndergaard, likely not going to be available. Clayton Kershaw, no chance he's available. Max Scherzer, now I can see that. I can see Max Scherzer coming over to Oakland. If Washington's season goes downward spiraling and they're not competitive come trade deadline, I can see Oakland give up some prospects for Max Scherzer. Absolutely. If they want to pick up $30 million. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. It would, it would only be, it would only end up being whatever was prorated the rest of that year. But what's his contract? Like how many years? He's, he's a free agent after this year. He is a free agent after this year. So how much is he making this year? 30? Likely 30. Yeah. More let probably. Let me, let me get your exact number here for Mad Max. Cause I, he got paid. Oh yeah. He should have. I could see that in Oakland. I would be surprised if they. So this this season he's going to be making twenty seven. Excuse me, adjusted salary is going to be thirty four point five mil. Thirty four. Okay, so it is more. Just like the entire Oakland A's roster combined. So they're only going to be paying two months of that, though. Correct, and they can they can make that. I I, I think Billy Bean and ownership would find. So they're going to be paying that. a third of it, basically. So they're probably going to pick up like eleven and a half, twelve. 11, 11, uh, yeah, 11 and a half. Yeah. A lot of these other pitchers like Marcus Stroman, Kevin Gosman, Corey Kluber. Dude, 11 and a half million dollars to play baseball for two months. <laughs> yeah. Must be nice. That's nuts. No, no, to play every, to play every five days. Yeah, exactly. He would literally make five to 10 starts for that year. For 11 mil. Not That's even. crazy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I love I like Oakland. Do you, do you have Oakland winning the division or Houston? I got Houston winning it. Yeah, Houston winning. Okay. Yeah, I, I really like. I, I don't mind that at all because a lot of people are like, "Oh, Houston sucks now." Why no, I don't, dude? Why? Because Justin Verlander got hurt, and that's it. it. It's like people were like, "Oh, that's because the names that they have, the arms they have right now, people aren't familiar with them yet." The sign stealing scandal. Oh, they suck now. Why? They can still hit the crap out of the ball. Yeah, they yeah. lost George Springer. I know that. They were under 500 in the regular season last year. I get that, but they were one game away from the World Series last year. I, dude, you took the words out of my mouth. I, I'm right there with you. They, all you had to do is, all you got to do is get in the playoffs, and anything can happen, especially with guys who've been there before. There's re-signed, tons of experience. Resign Michael Brantley and Jordan Alvarez, who did not play last season. Real rookie of the year. He season. was so nasty in 19. Oof. They just resigned Lance McCullers to an extension. Yeah. The Astros no, I mean, right there. If we're talking over unders, by the way, what was the over under for Houston was eighty eight, correct? Over. I'm over. I, I think that's a that's a lot. I think that's that was one of my main uh, main points on HQ. I talked about this. Like Houston is one of my locks for over under win totals. Completely yeah. agree. Lock it in. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm curious to see when Framber is going to be back with the finger. I right. fractured that finger, so that could be an issue. Uh, right now, they don't be surprised if Houston's in the race come playoff time, and Verlander is all all of a sudden you hear a report. Verlander is itching to come back, and his arm is feeling good, and he's actually throwing a bullpen session today, and maybe available for the playoffs. Don't be surprised when you hear that come August. I won't be. I absolutely won't right. be. I like Houston a lot. Um, what about the Angels? I know. I want, I want the Angels to be good, better than any team in the league. Me too. I want Mike Trout. I love Mike Trout. I love Shohei. I love Justin Upton. 
I want Pujols. Like I feel like this is Pujols, this is Pujols last year. I want him to go out with a bang, but Rendon. I mean, best third baseman in baseball right now, in my opinion. They're one of the most entertaining products in baseball too. That they people are never, man. We talked He's about the best it player in baseball. You have a two way player. Right. You have one of the best right handed hitters of all time in Pujols. Like. I don't know, man. Their fans deserve more. I wish they made. They just didn't make that splash in the off season that that their fan base and even their players were hoping for. My worry with with Los Angeles is they're going to expect, not even expect, they will need Shohei Otani to throw his arm out in order for them to be competitive. I hope that's not true, but you, I I love a a guy being two. I love two way players. I'm all for it. I want to, if he can throw 100 miles per hour and also hit 300, do your thing. But if I'm a front office, I can't expect you to make 30 starts and also hit three in my lineup or hit two or wherever he hits in that lineup. Why not? It's a lot of stress on the body for 162 games. A lot of stress. So let's say, honestly, let's, if he pitches once a week or he pitches every five days, and let's say he's in the lineup four days a week. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of stress on the body. It's two days off a week. Mike Trout doesn't get that. Those two days off will be clutch after his start. I personally think it's too much. I think you see his performance decline. Do you expect that much from one player on both sides, pitching wise? Well, Danny, maybe this is Major League Baseball, and they pay people a lot of money to do this. So, okay, Shohei Otani, Friday night. Friday night, he scored. He went first to third on a hit to the outfield. And in his next at bat, he was expected to go first to home. His legs are a little tired from Friday night. Saturday, they throw him out for a day game to start. Okay. And his legs are a little tired. All of a sudden, his mechanics get a little bit wonky. That's my worry. I'm not saying he can't do it. Maybe he can. Maybe he is just a. You think running first to third is going to make your legs tired? These are the best athletes in the world. As a pitcher, as a former pitcher myself, he ain't a pitcher. He's, He's an athlete. He's a freak. Yeah, that's fair. I, I'm just selfishly saying all this because it's what I want to see. It's I'm what right the fans want to see. And I want the fans to to get to see this and experience this because it's history, man. There's like not many guys that do the whole Babe Ruth thing. Like mm-hmm. doesn't happen much. He hits the ball 500 feet and he throws 100 miles an hour. He's an alien. <laughs> all right. I hope, I hope he can pull this off. I hope he wins MVP. He's Me fifteen to one odds to win MVP. By the way, I think he's like fourth best odds. Me too. I'm right there with. Pretty you. high up there, man. Dude, I'm rooting for the Angels. I'm like an Angels fan. I was trying to manifest. Who's, who's your MVP time. pick this year? If you had to pick an MVP for the AL, who would it be? Can I look at the odds? No, 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 no. I just want you to tell me off the top of your head. This isn't a test. It's just your 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 raw opinion. Stop looking at your computer screen. I'm not. <laughs> Damn, you're gonna call me out like that. Yeah, I, right, I can like see the reflection in your in your high school jersey back there. <laughs> okay, fine. It just it's not gonna be like a bold prediction. Like I'll just go with the easy pick with Mike Trout. I don't think so. Why? Because it's boring. <laughs> yeah, it's boring. It's just ho hum. Like we. If, if the expect- Angels make the playoffs, finally. If the Angels make the playoffs, finally, and they find success. If and they Ray make Trout the playoffs, won't. it won't be because of Mike Trout because he does the same thing every year and they don't make the playoffs. Maybe. Maybe. 
Well, no, no, no. I, I agree with what you you're take saying. them away. They don't make the playoffs. I understand that, but I say maybe he doesn't win MVP. That's what I'm saying. What about but Aaron Judge? How ridiculous would it be for for Mike Trout to not win MVP when the team actually does have success, and for him to win MVP when the team doesn't have success? That would be ridiculous. Yeah. What if if Aaron Judge is healthy, he wins MVP? You're very hypothetical today. Isn't that what our job is? <laughs> what if, what if, yeah, correct. What if Aaron Judge stays healthy? Yeah, he could be an MVP candidate. Giancarlo right. Stanton could be an MVP candidate. Nah, I don't think so. I think Judge. I picked Giancarlo even as a DH. I picked him last year to lead the league in homers and he got hurt again. So I think he's too, uh, his swing's too pull for me. When, like when I break his swing down, that's why he closes his stance. You know that, right? Because he closes his stance. Now, when he pulls the ball, he's still pulling it to center. When when he's not on, he's pulling the ball a lot. When he's on, he's going to all fields. I haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah, that's fair. Judge, when Play Judge off. is on, he's pulling homers. When he's not, he's hitting homers the opposite field. Giancarlo Stanton had a godlike postseason last year. He did. He did. He hit 400-plus with like five dingers. Just an absolute tank last year. Of course. Can I just a- say... Hey, to get hey, to, to get out of the AL East because we're gonna we talk about them enough. Um, back to the Angels. You want to know who my actual favorite player is for the Angels? You gonna say your best man at your wedding or one of your groomsmen, Justin? Upton. I mean, Justin. No, Justin. He's not my favorite player. <laughs> Damn, dude, you're he's one of my favorite human beings. Play. He's one of my favorite human beings. That's more important, I believe. Are you gonna say Anthony Rendon? No, Fletcher. No. Everybody likes David Fletcher. He's like the He's second like modern before. day David Eckstein. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, I love that. Just yeah. dirty grinder diving in the hole. He's choking up like halfway up the bat with two strikes. Like old school baseball that we don't get to see anymore. He does it. Yeah, he hits the ball hard. He barrels balls. He grinds out at bats. He breaks the plays. Like I just, oh, I miss that baseball. We don't have that anymore because there's no like metric. Somehow he still grades out well metric metric wise, but man, so many players like him are terrible analytically, and that's why they don't have a place in the game anymore. But yeah. he has that old school feel to him. I feel like he should be wearing like tweener pants, eye black <laughs> during night games, yeah. flip downs. I miss I miss the I flip down. Box. I just love the way he plays the game. He plays hard. I love he it. Does. And he, by the way, another guy who is uh, he's been really completely forgotten about was a really underrated signing for the Angels. Jose Iglesias is a highlight machine. Candelita, I played, I came up with the minor leagues with him. Dude, is that guy as electric at practice as he is on Bro, the league field? When he came over from Cuba, we signed him from Cuba. He defected, mm-hmm. and uh, the Red Sox signed him. Man, I don't even remember what year, thousand. I don't remember, honestly. I played a couple years in the minor leagues with him. He signed a big league deal. <laughs> I don't remember. You have to look it up. But he came over and he was like, I don't want to take BP. Huh? Nine? I was going to say 10. Okay. And um, he was just like, Poppy, I don't I don't take BP. I just take I just take ground balls. <laughs> Swear to God. Is that right? And he swung a wet newspaper at the time, bro. He couldn't hit the ball in the infield. <laughs> He's not. He's still not the best hitter. In the He'll run into a couple though. He he ended up getting stronger and developing a really good swing. It's not that he couldn't hit. He just his focus was to play defense. 
Did you see that? He said in Cuba, he would always tell us, hey, Cuba, people came to watch us take infield. They didn't come to watch our BP. They came to watch us. We were flashy. We turned double plays. You, he he has some of the best tricks and glove flips, and he does it in the games, bro. You see mm-hmm. the stuff he's doing in spring training. That's normal. That's tame compared to the stuff he used to do. They had to, they had to tell him, heck, hey, bro, this is in the Globetrotters. <laughs> Calm down. Yeah. All right, just throw the ball. Just hit the guy in the chest. I don't care if you kick it to him or not. Just get it there. When I was at college, when I was at the University of San Francisco, we used to call it um, Cuban PFPs. And it was basically, we had regular PFPs and we did regular ground balls and we'd have to be very fundamental in our, in <laughs> our deliveries and everything like that. And then we'd have Cuban PFPs. And so we'd get a, <laughs> we get to do whatever we want. Basically, we could flip it behind our backs. We, we would try and get fancy with it because sometimes in a game, sometimes it requires it. Sometimes Bartolo Colon's running up the first baseline. Sometimes you got to flip it behind your back. Hey, listen, baseball is fun. We right? love it. So, that's good because you guys must have had a good coach because baseball gets really repetitive and you do the same over and over and over again. You need to mix it up and have fun. Yeah. Is that that was the best times you have is like when the coach would randomly say like just do something crazy. Like let's have fun and practice or just I remember one time in spring training with 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 the Padres it was towards the end of camp and we had a night game. Mm-hmm. And um we were like late afternoon practicing on BP, and all of a sudden, in the middle of batting practice, we hear ice cream truck music. And we're like, "What the heck, bro?" An ice cream truck was driving through the outfield, parked between the mound and second base, and it was an ice cream truck. We get to just get eat ice cream on the field on in the middle field? of BP. On yeah, in Petco Park, an ice cream. No, no, truck. no. It was in spring training. A spring training. Yeah, like field. He drove on the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so uh, in Glenn, Glenn Hoffman, our third base coach, set it up. Was it in Peoria? Yeah, it was in Peoria. Okay. It was like the last, there were like three days left at camp. They're like, let's just have some fun. That's awesome. And they uh, rewarded us for our hard work and cut BP short and brought an ice cream truck on the field and we got to crush some push up, push pops and snow cones and taco tacos. Dude, they had everything. It was so cool. And it's like just something to knock you out of the norm because you get doing the same thing every day. It was like, man, this is the best ice cream of my life. I love that. I love that. You know who's really fun, really exciting, maybe even more exciting than an ice cream truck? Ramon Lorian coming up next. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads. Nothing beats a weekend away with the family in the great outdoors, whether it's camping, hiking, river rafting, or anything in between. With third-row seating, nobody is left out. The entire family can experience the thrill together, and nobody wants a dead phone. Available dual wireless charging pads make it so nobody gets stuck, and we can check our fantasy baseball teams together. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. 
four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Welcome back to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast, joined by Oakland Athletic Center fielder Ramon Laureano. Super pumped to have this guy on the show because he's an electric factory out on the field. Got an absolute cannon out center field. Going to be entering his three and a half, fourth season with Oakland. And I love having Oakland guys on because they never get the attention they deserve. Guys like Ramon Laureano, Mark Canna, uh, Matt Chapman, Matt Olson. You guys have absolute studs out there in Oakland, but you're a small market team. So you don't get the attention that you guys deserve, in my opinion. Do you guys kind of feel that out in Oakland? Uh, we really don't talk about it, but uh, I can see that from the outside world. So, yeah, a little bit. I mean, some like Chappie also and Kana, even some of, you know, like like Pender, you know, like you just they're just thoughts, you know, but they don't we don't rec- get recognized as much. Sean Murphy, you know, they have a ton of guys. That, <clears throat> I mean, I think Pender stands out the most to me is like one of the best depth mm-hmm. guys in baseball. He could come in and you're like. He just hit a 460 foot what? Like he's got a crazy pop. He can yeah. play all over the yard. Um, obviously yeah. About Matt Chapman and Olsen and and their pop and yeah. defensive capabilities. So, I and mean, he's really good in the outfield too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm yeah, off the a- top. I want to get this question out of the way <clears throat> because mm-hmm. I played parts of six years. I played plenty mm-hmm. of games out in Oakland. Yeah. As a visiting player, I absolutely hated playing in Oakland. Do you think that's yeah. an advantage to you guys, the teams coming in? And I mean, it, the batting cage for the opposing team still in center field. In center field, yeah. 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 Like that's, if you're coming off the bench, which in the AL, it's not that big of a deal. But um, if you have to come off the bench, there's nowhere to get loose. It's like, it's a tough yeah. place. The, the locker rooms are bad. I mean, you know, it's, it's not a good spot. It is, yeah. And um, do you think that's yeah. an advantage to you guys? Uh, I, I have heard a couple of players from the other teams that, you know, they can be some guys that wish, I wouldn't do it, but uh, they hit during while they're playing in the field. They come to the dog instead of just chilling. You know, they go inside and hit a little bit more. And uh, there's some guys, you know, they have told me that I can't hit here. This is going me. I'm going crazy. I can't wait to get out of here. This and that. So it might be an advantage for sure. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but yeah, it's it's an adjustment when you go there. How tough is it going to be this year without? Marcus Simeon out there. I know you guys added Elvis Andrus, who's a pro, <clears throat> pro, but without Marcus Simeon coming back, that's going to be a big loss for you guys, right? Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, we're talking about a guy that, you know, was almost runner-up in uh, winning the MVP 19, but obviously it's uh, it's going to be a big loss. But, you know, we're going to – we we have Elvis, you know, he's a great guy, and uh, he's going to help us, you know, winning some games. And, uh, yeah, we just – looking for the present you know so we're just sticking with that and hope for the best you you probably haven't you probably can't tell yet but i played with elvis in texas mm-hmm. uh, in 2017 for for you're a couple of months old. and what you're was old. that you're old yeah i'm so old i'm 32 <laughs> um but elvis is a leader man like yeah a lot of people outside of the game or me maybe even other teams don't realize how good of a leader he is and how he can bring a clubhouse together. And I think you'll, you'll see that yeah. more once the season starts. In spring training, you don't see it. A lot of guys <clears> are <throat> getting their work in, mm-hmm. getting ready for the season, getting their body ready, getting their at-bats, whatever. Yeah. You'll see once the season get here, he is he is a guy in the clubhouse. And you guys already have Absolutely. a close-knit group, a young group, a yeah. fun group, and he's just going to add to that. It's, it's a really good yeah. addition for you guys. 
Yeah, I can see that right now. I mean, he's a very vocal guy. He's a very, uh, a bunch of ideas. I ask him all the time about, you know, base running and like hitting, you know, how he has played with great players. And uh, yeah, he has so wild many, was, yeah, wild. I mean, because he just got, he got up uh, like, what, 19, 20 years old. So yeah, he has seen so much, you know, World Series, playoff games. So he's been great teams, you know, so it's, it's, the analytic people don't see that knowing that, you know, a guy with that presence, such a positive impact in all of us, you know? Yes, exactly. <clears throat> Let me I ask. can say analytic people, is that analytic wants to see that, like the computer. <laughs> right. There's no way to measure that. And that is something that, that the game is, <laughs> yeah. the game is losing is because if you don't have a good OPS plus, we don't want you, but you might be a glue guy and hold a clubhouse together. And that's just teams don't really yeah. care anymore. <laughs> Yeah, it just, yeah. I'm glad you brought up analytics, though, because that brings me to my next question. Okay, let me ask you, but let me preface this. Have you watched Moneyball yet? Yeah, like okay. like 20 times. Yeah. You mean okay. he lives it? What do you mean? He played for Oakland. Of course, he played for <laughs> But in the movie, Billy Bean or Brad Pitt, who acted as Billy <clears> Bean, <throat> was going through the clubhouse telling his guys, take more pitches, take more pitches. We need you to get on base. Is that accurate at all Did, is billy coming into the clubhouse kind of giving you guys ideas and strategies about how to hit or like i guess my real question is how much is analytics pushed upon oakland players because oakland's known to be pretty analytically driven at least in years past how how forced is it upon its players as a or is it more so up to the player how much they want to consume of those analytics to be honest not really like nothing at all but <clears throat> It just they do an extremely good job of not putting the analytic like talking to us analytically, you know. They just they get players analytically, you know, but no, they don't talk to us like you need to do this and that. But I see that that's a great thing because I've I heard some teams, you know, they talk to them and then that makes making them kind of go in a different direction of like too much information because you you know as a hitter will like. <clears throat> you if you're thinking trying to walk you know you're not gonna get those power numbers because you're shy you're you passive. don't want to expand passive, instead right. of instead of just instead of just going with your talent you know so so it's just it's, it's a back and forth you gotta work you know if you're in a good position you won't chase so that's what exactly like i work on it you know getting a good position trying a good direction and that's it just yeah yeah, analytics are great. They're, I mean, it's a great way to yeah, I agree. Yeah, learn Absolutely, things. Yeah. But at the same time, you can pick and choose exactly what you need and what will help you grow as a player. And got too many guys try to take stuff to the plate with them. When you start thinking at the plate, all your They're athletic gone. ability is out the window. Yeah, right? exactly. So a, yeah, you, you you can work on that and think about it in the cage and apply it to your work. But as soon as the lights come on, I mean, it's time to just bang. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm with you. Yep. Okay. We have to, we can't have a conversation without talking about the brawl last year with Houston. Uh, it's kind of, you're in a, a unique position because you were drafted by Houston. You spent a lot of yeah. years with Houston before you got traded over to Oakland. Walk me through that whole incident. You don't have to tell me the details or anything like that. It's a year's time. We've had time to congest it already. Yeah. But tell me, have you talked with Alex Centrone at all since the incident or any? Because you have a few buddies in that Houston organization, I'm sure. Have you mm -hmm. talked with any of them about the, the incident? To be honest, we really, not really. We were actually in the same hotel in the playoff, but 
not really you know it really don't we don't bring it up we don't talk about it i mean they bring it up they'll bring it up and i'll talk to them about it but uh uh it's just something that you know in the heat of the moment it happened uh and uh they i bet you guys heard the story on the news but and read about it but uh it happened you know it just hey that's the way i reacted and uh and yeah i regret that for sure yeah I mean, in the heat of competition, man, yeah. like sometimes a flip, you flip a switch and you just can't turn it off. Like I've been there. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. It just happens. Yeah especially, yeah. especially if they talk about your mom. Yeah. Well, fr- frankly, it, I couldn't find anything more unprofessional too, but it, it's one thing for a player to act that way, but for a coach to do it, that's yeah. what I was most upset with. Cause I wouldn't want that guy coaching my little leaguer, let alone a big leaguer. But that again, it's been a year's time, but yeah, that was my take on it. And, okay. Let me ask you this. Is there, Obviously, the Astros are the Astros. We know what they've done. Um, we know the scandal mm-hmm. that they had. Oakland and Houston have this battle going. Okay, they've been the top dogs in the American mm-hmm. League West the past five plus years. Is there a lot yeah. of rivalry brewing between those two squads? I mean, you're talking to a guy that I'm just. I don't. I don't feel who I'm playing. You know, I just going with. Okay, I, I'm not a very pressing guy, so I don't feel like, oh, the Astros, you know? It's right. kind of like, but uh, because, it, like last year, you know, there wasn't fans, so you, I didn't feel that that much, you know? So it kind of went away like that. It's kind of, it felt like a scrimmage the whole time, but uh, right. But uh, it's just, <laughs> but the years pass, for sure, I feel it because of the fans, you know? Because of the fans, I feel like there was a rivalry, you know, in Houston and in Oakland. But it just kind of went away because of you know last year like there's no fans or anything, yeah. just cutouts. But yeah. uh, yeah, like it feels when, when there's Oklahoma. fans. Yeah, yeah, you felt yeah, like exactly. you were playing back in Oklahoma junior college ball last year, right? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes not even you know. <laughs> hey, what was that like? Sure. What was what was that playing? What was it? Northeastern A and M. What yeah. was the middle of nowhere, yeah. Oklahoma? Right. <clears throat> yeah, I so mean how- they. How did that, how did, how did you end up there? Uh, so I went to high school in Long Island, New York. And then um, for some reason, there was no school in the down south or nowhere that they wanted me. So I just, yeah, I just told my uh, summer league coach that, hey, just tell them I, I'm Dominican and I throw 95. And that's it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they're like done full right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, literally, literally. He got he got he got a call from that school and then uh, yeah they gave me a full ride on that on that same call that's it did it you ever, did you call. pitch at all yeah yeah I pitched in college in in high school but then in college I pitched maybe like two 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 three times it's like close come in and just throw as hard as you can yeah yeah with a changeup and that's it <laughs> uh, that's awesome. but yeah just threw one time in regional because i i was sucking hitting so they i'm like just put me as a closer and, and I'll, I'll close this and then but they, I'm, it's just too many arm problems so <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah i stay away from that yeah has anybody ever asked you at the big league level to hit your cutoff? I personally would never ask you to hit your cutoff man with a cannon like that. Has anybody ever gotten on you about like, Hey, Ramon, why don't you hit your cutoff man one time, brother? Yeah. Chapman all the time. He's like, <laughs> come on, hit your cutoff." I'm like, it's just not going to happen. You know, <laughs> which I'm kidding. He's like, happen. are you serious? And I'm, I never admitted to him, but yeah, he, he knows it's just a joke, <laughs> but I mean, I hit my cutoff. They just let it go. You know? So it's I mean, sometimes, sometimes there's a couple of throws that I know. 
It's on Chap. It's not on you. That's on Chappie and Olsen for not cutting you off. That's their fault. Wait, I got a question. Yeah. Is Chapman wait, you're not Chapman's never your cutoff, man. You guys don't do that, right? It's normally Olsen, right? No. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying Chapman was your cutoff, man. Okay. I'll, that was like no, backwards. Okay. I was yeah, like, I know I've been on the game for like three years now, but I'm pretty sure that's the first base. All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, now with shift, uh, sometimes in some situations, oh, with the shift, which yeah. it hasn't happened. It hasn't happened yet where Chapman is actually the cutter, but it hasn't happened. Like, shift is to home. crazy, man. Jeez. It's, yeah, it, it is crazy. Yeah. What, what do you think about the shift? What are your thoughts on that? Because Lindor spoke about it about a week ago, and he said he doesn't like the shift. He wants players to make those special plays. It's better for the game. It's a better product. I know you're an outfielder, so you're not shifted mm-hmm. as drastically yeah. as maybe an infielder. What are your thoughts on shifts? I mean, uh, obviously, it will benefit the offense with without a doubt, you know, instead of just – you know how many – ground balls up the straight up the middle, like hard ground balls or like liners, you know, straight up the middle. The you know, it just now it's a pretty pretty normal to be an out. And like you don't even want to practice those, you know? <laughs> it's which is crazy. But it's just part of the game right now. Hopefully they do something about it. But I mean either way I'm gonna be honest, it's just whatever. Like if they decide to have the shift that's fine with me. If they don't, hey, that's amen. You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at that but, point, uh, it's it's your job as a professional to say, hey, if you're gonna ship me, I gotta find a way to hit the open spot, right? As a professional, that's the hard part. I know you got guys like Joey Gallo. It's like you want to shift them, and if they bunt, great, great, because now he's not hitting it 500 feet off. That four, that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so it's certain guys that you shift, but now everyone gets shifted like some some type of shift. You know, uh, everybody it's not some just things more than others yeah some things more than others sometimes i'm like i have like all three got three guys in the left side you know kind of like that like the astros there's like seattle but uh it just hey but i have got a lot of hits too i feel like with the because of the shifts where i'm like just go to second base you know because there's no batting second base right and i like and i have got a lot of like that and so, it's harder so, to do yeah. that than you're making it sound too because pitchers now are at an all-time best. Everybody's throwing 95-plus with movement and three, four pitches. So yeah, just yeah. taking your knock to right field, like all the fans and on Twitter, they're like, dude, just hit the ball to the right field. And nobody's there. It's not that easy. It's not, so it takes a special player to be able to close. handle a bat like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I depending how I'm, how is how they're throwing stuff, I have, I have like shoot it that way and stuff. Yeah. Maybe like three, four times a year, you know. And I, which it's, it's cool, you know, but, but I get the same, you know, if I hit up the middle on a OO count, whatever, you know, that's a now I get more of those than those yeah. the hits. So yeah, it is sure. a back and forth. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's, let's speed things up here. We're going to go with a little rapid fire action, Ramon. Quick, <clears throat> yeah. quick questions, quick answers and chime in here whenever you want to. Will, if you got any of that pop, throw some head, in. But, uh, I'm sure you will. You'd mm-hmm. love to hear yourself talking. <laughs> All right, first one. What's your favorite stadium to play at? I like Minnesota. Minnesota? I've heard, you know, yeah. I've heard that. People like Minnesota. As a player and a fan, I feel like it's very overlooked. Yeah, I like their cadence yeah. right there by the dugout. Nice. Yeah, I just, I just like everything. It's been pretty, obviously, I've been going in the summer, and it's been nice, and it's been, like, a lot of fans. So, yeah. Okay, which player or players do you try to model your game after? Maybe when you were a youngster or maybe even now in today's game? Uh, 
at the beginning, like when I was younger, like before 15, it was more like, you know, kind of like Alex Rodriguez, but like it just, it has changed over time, you know, like uh, it's more about outside the sport, you know, like a Derek Jeter, like he has, when he's talking a perfect career, that's a perfect career right there outside of baseball. So, you okay, know I got I mean? one. so uh, you grew up in the DR, right? Mm-hmm. So you're born in 94. So 04 Red Sox, it broke the, the, the curse. You're 10 years old, probably loving mm-hmm. watching baseball. Big yeah. pop is a legend there. Uh, yeah. Did you grow up a Red Sox fan? Because I know I've talked to guys from the Dominican that are about your age, and they're like, all we watch was the Red Sox. Yeah. There, yeah, there was a lot of Red Sox people because of Manny, David, and right. Pedro. Pedro. And then yeah. when Pedro went to the Mets, everybody was a Pedro fan, a Mets fan. And then uh, they have a Latin team, so everybody was just a Mets fan. Yeah. And then uh, there were some some so with the Red Sox still. And then in uh, the in 07, when they won the World Series, wait, is that 07 or 08? 07, yeah. 07, that's everybody was, hey, no, we got to go back to the Red Sox. <laughs> they still, you know. But I was a Yankee fan. And and 13, just heads up. It's fine. A what? And 2013. And 13, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. I, I know. Yeah, I just rent there. this. It's I, not mine. I remember. Mine. I remember. It's my wife. <laughs> I love it. All right. I need one. Of, I need a bunch of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. I got one more for you. Okay, who's the best center fielder? The best defensive center fielder in baseball right now? Kevin Kermeyer. Okay. Yeah. He can go get it. He can go get it. But it's just the way, like, like when you're in the dog and you're watching him in center field, like every pitch, the way he sets up, like. Even they're not they're not hitting to him for like five innings. He's still doing the same thing every pitch, every pitch, every pitch. And then I'm like, it just everything makes sense. Like everything makes sense why he gets the best jumps in the world. Everything makes sense. Well, you know, he's a he's a freak out there. So yeah, hands down, uh him. Okay, what about the best arm? I'm setting you up for this this compliment yeah. yourself here. It's not me. <laughs> you're you're uh, up there for sure. Maybe, but uh, I give it to. I've seen. Oh my gosh! I mean, I he's not in the big leagues yet, but Buddy Reed, he's a prospect here. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that guy, that was insane. I saw it from center field. I'm like, wow. I like, you know, Aaron Judge. It's like he makes the perfect throws, but it's just that perfect. He's so tall, you know that that he sees everything from the top. You know, the whole <laughs> world from the top. So he just like. Perfectly, he. I bet he hasn't got the chance to like throw it, throw it like make a crazy throw, you know. But he, he really has it. To be honest with you, like he, he has it. Right field. I'm being very specific. Yeah, exactly. Stadium. So yeah. But I mean, you know, there's a bunch. You know, it's just a hard question. There's a bunch. There's a lot of. There's a lot. I mean, there's just so many. Aaron Hicks has got to go. One. JBJ's got to go. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jackie Bradley, man. Yeah, I love watching him uh, play. Yeah. Well, Ramon, I got to thank you again for joining us here. And let me leave you with this. I grew up in Northern California. I grew up going to A's games. There Mm -hmm. might not be a ton of Oakland A's fans because you have the San Francisco Giants right across the bay, but they are really, really devoted and really, really good fans out there. And when playoff time comes and that stadium at O.Co. Coliseum fills up, yeah, the experience, man. So you you got a good thing going out. You guys are going to be an exciting team coming out here. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Anytime. I love doing this. This is awesome. Special thank you to the Oakland A's center fielder, Ron Loriano, for joining us. That was a lot of fun. Really. Yeah, he's a good dude. I like that a lot.
Me too. And I've really enjoyed these past couple of months, especially with you, Brooksy, but everyone involved. Special thank you to Fantasy Baseball Today podcast, everyone, Ben Traeger, um, Eric Kay, uh, Frank Stanfield, and the rest of the Fantasy Baseball Today crew. They've been awesome allowing us and giving us this opportunity. And most importantly, doing it with you has been a whole lot of fun, Brooksy. So, uh, you know, had a good time. Are you crying? I'm not crying. This Are a, you crying? Like a, it was like a three-month thing. If we had been in There's this- There's no crying thing, in podcasting. This isn't intentional talk. And it's not, you know- Hey, man, this was friendly. awesome. I had This is the first experience I've had doing podcast work. So now I want to keep doing it. You know, this is a, a lot of fun. And now baseball's here. That's so all you guys listening to is like, baseball's here. I'm fired up. Like 2021 seasons ago, we're four days away. Did you just tease? Did you just hand out a teaser? You said you want to do more of this podcast work. Was that? I do want to do more. I don't know how, but I want to. Stay we'll tuned. see. We'll see. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time. Adios, party people. Worn by players like Michael Harris to meet the demand of elite ball players, the New Balance Fuel Cell 4040 V7 is a versatile option. The 4040 V7 is built for the athlete who needs responsiveness and ability to cut and run at their full speed. The model features a fuel cell foam underfoot and a synthetic and mesh upper to provide breathability, comfort, and a snug fit as you round the bases. The fuel cell midsole features nitrogen-infused foam specifically designed to propel athletes forward. Learn more about the 4040 at newbalance.com.